0: If you're a man and you love Jesus and you wanna grow in Him, you wanna be in our eight o'clock men's meeting. Them dudes come loaded for bear, baby, loaded for bear. I mean, it is awesome, it is powerful. I mean, they're in there whooping all over each other and glorifying God. Makes you wanna come, doesn't it? All right, but it's it's a great group. If you're a man and you wanna read the Bible, If you're not in one of our Riverview groups and this year we are reading through the whole Bible, you know, and honestly, (laughs) my mother, who's probably watching right now, she came to me. She's been in the church 152 years. All right. I'm in deep trouble. Y'all pray for me now. You hear? She said to me, Johnny, I've never read through the whole Bible. I find most people have been hanging around a church for a long time, have never read through the Bible. Okay? The whole thing. And we're reading through it all this year. And how many would you say we're, have involved this year with everything from Scott's group to. Ooh, uh, I don't know. People are, people are just added today. Right. And we got people out of town ha- taking the thing and reading along with us. And, and it, it's just awesome what God is doing. And I think God is going to use that in a mighty and powerful way. Um, and so, and even if you can't get to a group, get on Scott's group. If you're in some kind of group that isn't reading through the whole Bible, quit and get in a Riverview group, okay? And even if you're out of town, Scott has a group online on Thursday night at eight o'clock, okay, and um, by then I'm in bed, so I'm not there. But the bottom line is, um, you're, you're more than welcome. It is a great thing. Um, and it is good to have today um, Dr. B.W. Hambrick with us. God bless you. Good to have you. And thank God. He's one of my bosses. And um, thank God for his wife. She makes up for him. But um, uh, yeah, it's good to have you here today. Um, our, our passage this morning is in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. And today in accordance with our, uh, the, uh, those that feel a call that will be anointed tonight at five o'clock. You want to be a part of this service, okay? Uh, we will have six people that we will be anointing for a ministry tonight in our church. And he, you have to understand something. I believe that every person that is saved and filled with God's Holy Spirit and baptized in God's Holy Spirit is called to be a priest. The problem in the church, we've dumbed it down so everybody feels very comfortable kind of showing up when there ain't nothing better to do, sitting there, not really finding out who they are and what their call is and what God would have them to do. And and then we wonder in five to 10 years why they're sitting there and just really, they don't know their call and they they haven't really stepped up and stepped in. And then in 20 years, they're kind of sitting there and they've never Stepped up and stepped in, and they, you know, it's time for Christians to declare who they are in Christ and how God has called them and gifted them to do His work. See, this is so important. It really is. We've done great damage in the church by dumbing it down. Well, we, we don't want to put too much pressure. They may leave the church. Who cares? If you're actually saved, you want to find the center of God for your life. Does that make sense to you? You know, oh, but I'm a mess. I don't really don't know anybody that's not kind of a mess. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Any of y'all not a mess? You know, other than me, you know. But in all seriousness, get out that out of your head. Every person in God's word save Jesus Christ was goofy. Now they had highlights. They had things that were good. Oh, Abraham, man of faith. Dude was a deceiver and a liar. Oh, we shouldn't say those things. Why not? Makes it real, makes it actual. Makes people feel like, well, I maybe I could be God's man or woman. Maybe I could do God's will. And let me let let me help you with something. You can. And if you really want to grow spiritually, you need to get in, and you need to find your call, and you need to find your gifting, and you need to become the man or woman God recreated you or saved you to be. You know this is so important. This is really so important. And it's just something that I'm just gonna emphasize till I croak. And uh, so it's very, very important. Today, we're talking about leadership. And leadership is, it's my wheelhouse. So I could talk for the next 46 hours about leadership, but I don't think you want to be here for the next 46 hours, okay? I, I, I really don't, but... But in the next 25 minutes, I absolutely am gonna pour out on you what I feel ministry, missional leadership is. And I want you all to understand something. If you name the name of Christ, this is about you. Now it's about the six that will be anointed tonight, especially, and I will expect this from you. Okay, but it's, it's about all of us. Some of us have been around the church so long, we don't think this is about me. Oh, he's not talking to me. Read the book. Read the book. Read the book. It's about you. We just have too many who just kind of show up. And kids if you're just kinda showing up, you got problems. Because like it or not, every one of us, one day when we croak, last breath, whatever you wanna call it, one of these days, you are going to give an account, not only for what you did with your life, you are going to give an account for all that Jesus did and offered you like his word and his spirit and his power and his salvation and his healing. And I don't even think we'll get to the, to the judgment bar. I think we'll know as soon as we come into his presence. And I'm just warning you, you don't want to go up there with nothing on your eternal resume. I wanna get there and when I get there, I want to be there and I want him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I don't want him to look at my resume and say, what's this? And I know, I know there are lots of churches and preachers that just tell everybody what they want to hear. You just come, you just sit. They, they count noses and nickels put some money in the offering, you're good, okay? You have to understand something. And I might get kicked out of the nomination because Dr. Hambrick's here. You have to understand, I don't believe what we call the church is the church. What I call the church are the people who step up in the name of Christ and say, I'm gonna be counted. I'm gonna be that man or woman. I'm absolutely gonna do the will of God. I'm going to by the power of God. I'm gonna impact this world eternally. That's the church to me, okay? And this is very important for us to understand. Now, this first concept, you might wanna get your pens out because this is a concept that's gonna blow your mind and it's gonna be something, you might wanna get two pens in case that first one runs out. Okay, you ready? Here's the first concept, leaders lead. Are you blown away? Huh? Are you blown away? Leaders lead. They ain't sitting around waiting for the preacher to tell them what to do and how to do it. You know what I love? I love people so they're so far out ahead of me that I got to kind of guide them. I don't have to beg them. Just between me and you, I hate begging. Will you help? No, forget that stuff. I'll close the church. No, I'm serious. And Dr. Hambrick knows I'm crazy enough to do it. But the bottom line is, the reason is, it's because as a man or woman of God, you should be up saying, man, I'm gonna get it done. I'm gonna be out here in front. I ain't waiting on everybody else. We are called to go make disciples. I'm gonna figure out how God would have me to go make disciples. Here's the part you need to understand. Everybody's like, well, you know, you gotta watch that pastor. People will get a little crazy. Good. Here's the coolest part. If they're actually in Christ, then they're in the spirit. And the spirit has this weird ability to take all them crazies and put it all together in unity to get the work of God done. What he's not gonna do is try to bless people and help people that don't wanna lead. You know, well, you know, I'm busy. Anybody here not busy? No, seriously, I hear, oh, you know, Pastor, I'm, I'm busy. Like everybody else isn't. Well, you know, Pastor, I got a lot to do. Everybody's got a lot to do. Well, you know, that's a little intimidating. Anything God calls you to do will be intimidating because you can't do it in the human. Are you hearing me? You can't do it. But, but um, Christians, you need to lead. Let me say something very controversial, okay? I believe... That if you are saved, recreated, redeemed, forgiven, all that kind of good stuff. And you ask God to fill you with his Holy Spirit, you will be a leader. You. Well, you know, I'm not very, stop. My man Peter was a knucklehead. You think about it, he was an old, smelly fisherman. That's why I don't go fishing, So because I, I took my, my grandson, Brom, three times, we didn't catch nothing, so I quit, <laughs> all right? He was just an uneducated fisherman. Then, out on top of that, the dude was in Jesus' face. Jesus looked at him and said, get behind me, Satan. Could you imagine in this twinky little church world we got today, if I looked at somebody and said, get behind me, Satan. Oh, I just have to leave the church. I mean, seriously. What a big pile of weenies we've made. If the preacher doesn't say what I want, if they don't sing the music I like, if the, if the color of the, if the donuts aren't, oh well, my goodness, grow up, You know, grow up. Put on your big boy and big girl pants and become a man or woman of God who is a leader in every area of your world. I'm sorry, I'm screaming not you. I'm screaming, aren't I? I'm screaming because this is so important in every person's life. My man, Peter, then... Jesus is on the cross, dude. Think about this. And Jesus said, I mean, Peter had said, man, you can count on me. I'm a bad bama jamma. Ain't no problem. You, I got your back. No matter what happens, I'm in. Jesus is on the cross. And some little old lady comes up to him and says, I saw you with him. Not me. Another one, I can't. I, the gospel little, I can't remember which, which it is. Another little old lady comes up to him. Yeah, I saw you with him. No, not me. The third time, he even cussed at the woman. What happened to Big Bamajama? That moment. Now you you think about this. That moment, Jesus looked him eye in the eye. Do you imagine how he felt? Can you imagine? He didn't feel like a great leader then. But here's the cool part. A few weeks later, there's this thing called Pentecost. And this denier, this guy who thought he was bad, this guy who just, he just, he was a mess just like the rest of us. Are you hearing me? He waited on God's Holy Spirit and he was baptized in God's Holy Spirit and fire. And he stepped up and he became the kind of the original leader of Christ's church. Now, put that together. I mean, I don't know about you, but I haven't denied Jesus to his face yet. You know? You know, he hasn't had to call me down and say, get behind me, Satan, yet. Well, maybe he has a couple times, but, you know, not yet. And yet now, a man filled and baptized in God's Holy Spirit stands up in the face of that same group of people that he denied Jesus in, And preach one of the greatest, most historical, most powerful, most convicting sermons in all of human history. Don't tell me you're too far gone or you ain't nobody or you can't do this. This is for everybody. It really has to do with your relationship with God. It really has to do with you giving everything to God, it really has to do with you humbly coming before him and saying, God, I need to be filled with you and your power because I do want to step up and be that great leader. Amen. Now, a leader isn't arbitrary. A, leader, a ministry leader doesn't go out here and do whatever they feel like. A great ministry leader is on their knees in the word, reading the gospel, figuring out how Jesus would do things. A great ministry leader, and I got, you gotta hear this. This is for everybody, especially the six being anointed tonight. I want you to hear this. A great ministry leader is denying themselves, taking up their own personal cross and following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. You see, I love everybody that's gone before me. Man, there have been great men, great theologians, great ministers, great pastors, great preachers. I love them all. I read about them all. I take little tidbits from them all. But I ain't walking in their footsteps. I'm walking in my Savior Jesus Christ's footsteps. And when you do that, you will be a great leader. And you will do great things for God, and you will accomplish great things for God. And when that day comes and you're before Him, He will be able to look at you and say, Well done, my good and faithful son or daughter. And you'll be able to say, Hallelujah. Now I can sit with Pastor Letterman under the tasty cake tree, baby. See, when you're diabetic, that's the most important thing, you know. It really is. A leader. They lead, and they lead like Jesus led. They lived and led like Jesus led. And Let me help you with this. I read all the leaders. You know, I I, I read John Maxwell, great guy. I've known him for 40 years. I read um, Zig Ziglar. He's dead now in heaven. You know, don't be mad at me, but I, I read Tony Robbins, I listen to him. I'm gonna be honest, don't, don't tell anybody. Don't tell Dr. Hamburg I said this, but sometimes I like listening to them guys better than the preachers because preachers are boring. <laughs> you know, preachers are a little boring, you know, all the theology stuff and everything, you know. But this is important. Very, very, very important that we figure out Who you are and why you're here. See, that's the coolest part about Jesus. He knew who he was. He knew who he was. Have you figured out who you are? You see, it's very important for you to know. It's very important for you to know. I am a son or daughter of God. I am living in the word of God. I am living in the spirit of God. I am living in the power of God. I am living in the center of God. Therefore, I am living in all the graces of God. See, this is so important because there's so many people just kind of muddling around. Well, hope so. Stop hoping so. Get it right today. Step up. And Jesus knew why he was here. He said, I am here to save my family, my friends, my world from their sin. You say, well, that's Jesus, that's not me. No, that's you too. You see, every one of us should be looking at every person in our world, family, friends, neighbors, enemies, people you get along with, people you don't get along with, saying, my job through prayer and through the leading of God's Holy Spirit and what I say and the example I set, I am here to see everyone in my world saved from their sin and in Christ heading to heaven too. Every one of us. So this dawdling around the church, that's just silly. Folks, there is a world out there that is hurting and they need who you are and what you have. And if you aren't that person and you don't have it, become that person and get it. But it's so important for us to know who we are like Christ did and get out there and get it done. And that's the next thing. I need to figure out who I am in Christ. I need to figure out my mission. You see, you got to understand something. God gave you a personality. Some of them are dull, but, but, but God gave everybody a personality. He gave every one of you a gifting. He gave every one of us a world that we live in and exist in and love in and bring hope in and 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 it's very very important and 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 this is your calling as a man or woman of God as a leader this is your calling to lead in this world okay And this is so important because there's too many people that just kind of exist. And I'm telling you, the greatest thing you can do is to get full of God and decide, I'm going to lead my world to the center of God's love, to the center of God's grace, to the center of God's glory. Now, understand leading ain't trying to make people do anything. You're just out there. Are you listening? You're just out there living in such a way. You have such a joy. You have such a peace. You have such a hope. You have such a hallelujah that they're watching you and they're watching you go through the good stuff and the bad stuff. And they're saying, you know what? There's something about that dude or dudette that is awesome and powerful and mighty and hopeful And when that's true, and everybody has the ability to do that through the power of God, through salvation, through his Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So getting that one, because I think there's some people that, well, that's for you super Christians. There's no such thing. It's us regular people that are full of God that have decided to be like God. Does that make sense? Right. And we get out there and we just live, baby. We just live. And we just love, baby. We just love. And when everybody else is all messed up and hopeless and helpless and angry and frustrated and bitter, we stand in the middle. And we just say, you know what? It's okay because my heavenly dad, he's got everything under control. And the bottom line is he's got this awesome plan. So I'm not gonna sit around being fearful and frustrated and hopeless I'm gonna live with my eyes on him. I'm gonna live in his power. I'm gonna live in his glory. And I'm gonna lead everybody around me to the center of him. And every one of us has this ability. Every one of us. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Don't you dare walk out of here saying, yeah, well, I messed up my life. I can match you goofy for goofy. Oh, well, you don't understand. No, I do understand. You've given yourself over to evil. You've given yourself over to negativity. You've given yourself over to church foolishness. You've given yourself over to something that will drag you into the dirt. And today is a good day to say, you know what? Ain't living there no more. I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna be that man or I'm gonna be that woman. That when my kids watch, they're going to see a man or woman. That's a man or woman of God seeking after the heart and the likeness of Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Amen? Amen. Every one of us. Every one of us. Man, when I go to work and that absolute jerk starts in, you ever had them? Huh? You know, Jen does. She works for me. The bottom line is I'm going to be that man or I'm going to be that woman. When everybody else, when that person leaves the room, they're cussing and griping and everything. I'm just going to say, you know what? Maybe we need to pray because he or she probably has something in their life that is eating them alive. You know, I'm going to set an example. You know, I'm going to exalt Jesus Christ in everything I say. I'm gonna emulate Jesus Christ in everything I say and do. I'm gonna elaborate Jesus Christ in everything I say and do because I'm a leader who leads in the footsteps of Jesus Christ in every area of my life. Hallelujah. And no matter who you are, No matter where you've been, no matter where you might ever be, this is for you. This is for you. Is there any way we could sing that first song again? Please, come on up. I love that holy song. That's cool. But that's how I want you to view your life. Through the lens of the holy, (laughs) through the lens of Jesus Christ. And instead of seeing obstacle and those people, because we all got those people, we see them through the lens of Jesus, through his holiness, set apart for him. As we're singing this song, I want you to think about, Hmm, am I that leader? Oh, but I got stuff in my, everybody got stuff in their life. Everybody. Am I that person out there leading that way so that those in my family, so that those at my job, so that those in my neighborhood see Jesus Christ and his love? and his grace, and his healing, and his power, or not? If the answer is not, today is a good day to choose to say yes. We'll take communion right after the song.